Hello, hello. This is Sherry from the Sherry K. Hop Show. I'm so excited to be here today. We talk about living joyfully in your life and business. You can find us at SherryKHoff.com. I have a wonderful guest with me here today. I'm so excited for her insights that she will be sharing today. Her name is Hiba Shunbo, and her website is Mommy'sHappyHour.com. Welcome, Hiba. I'm so excited you're here with me today. Hi, Sherry. I'm so happy to have to be on your podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we met a few months ago, and you just were one of those people that, you know, you were just kind of the highlight of my day. Like, you, you're so remarkable. And, <laughs> and so I'm so glad we're connecting back here on the podcast. So, uh, so tell us, you know, we have guests listening in who might be thinking about starting a podcast and We definitely have moms listening in. So what started this journey for you to decide to focus on, you know, helping and sharing and um, inspiring moms? Well, the journey started when I was having such a hard time getting pregnant. You know, uh, I tried to get pregnant for so many years. It took me such a long time to get pregnant. So when I finally did, I was really excited. I was pregnant with twins because obviously I did uh, assisted reproduction. And uh, I thought that was the end, you know, like happily ever after, after I had kids. And it turned out to be quite the opposite. I was very upset that I didn't really connect with my kids and I didn't love them. It wasn't love at first sight. So I I had a lot of postpartum depression. I also you know, didn't know how to cope with that. And I was an older parent. So I became older, quote unquote. So I was 41 when I had my kids. And so I had all these, I was like a ball of emotions. It was a roller coaster ride for me. So I decided to write a book. My book was a funny book, like on the take of motherhood, my take on motherhood and how I was able to go through that. And so after I wrote the book, I mean, you know, a book is finite. So it was just, I wrote the book and that was it. Now I kind of, I, I really wanted to connect with other women and to be able to listen to their stories and to be able to kind of vent about my own life as a way of, as, as a way of therapy. And so somebody has suggested to launch a podcast and I was like, can I do a podcast? Should I, would people be interested in being guests? I launched the podcast October, 2020. And since then I've had like 16 episodes and I absolutely love it because I love connecting with other women and listening to their stories and being able to like also, you know, talk about my side because I know a lot of people, it's also about, I'm taught, I talk about a lot of taboo topics that a lot of women don't talk about and are maybe apprehensive and insecure about talking about like infertility I talk about sex after 10 years of marriage or sex after kids. So, yeah. So I like to, you know, talk about all things that we don't generally talk about. We don't like to talk about. And I'm sure it's a relief to people because you're right. You know, when, uh, you know, I have six kids, three um, with my husband and three stepchildren. And, uh, you know, we've been married for a long time. We've been married for 28 years now. And, um, you know, you have to constantly keep it fresh. And there was at one point where I had four kids under five in my household. 
And, uh, you know, and I was That's in my insane. 20s. Yeah, I know. That's insane. I, I'm going mad with two. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I loved it. And I thought, you know, this is, I knew, I knew I wanted it, but there were times when the kids would go to sleep and I would um, crawl into bed and I would just cry. And what I would cry about were the things that you don't um, think about before you have kids. And it was the fact that I never had alone time. You know, like I was used to a, a per, you know, I've always been a person to journal, to think, to write. And then I had this mad, crazy life. And, um, and I felt, I think it was like, almost like a grieving of kind of losing the person that I used to be. And part of the journey of being a mom, and you can tell me what you think about this is, um, discovering yourself again, you know, like like having that moment where you're like, it's okay for me to be a mom and it's okay for me to be myself too and have, you know, my own goals and my own vision. Listen, I'm, that's why I love, that's what I love about my podcast because I'm able to kind of get tidbits and tips from other mothers because I am, I feel so, I feel so overwhelmed. Like I'm still trying to find that balance. And I'm having a very hard time, maybe because my kids are still a little bit young, they're three and a half. But like, for example, with my whole weight thing, kids are going up and down, up and down. You know what I mean? I get into a routine and I'm doing really well and I, I'm working out. I'm, I'm, um, you know, I have, everything is in place. I'm organized and my time is great. And then some days is just like the next week. It's like all over the place. One kids get, one child gets sick. The other one gets sick after that. And then, you know, it throws my whole routine off. So I'm having a hard time and it's true before kids, you never think about that. You never think that that's it. Your time is not your, your time anymore. And it's so difficult to prioritize and to manage my time. I'm it's, I'm really having a hard time with it till now. I have ups and downs. Yeah. Well, from, you know, my youngest now is 21 and I was talking to my kids and I said, you know, from, you know, the first three years to me um, of my marriage, because, you know, I, I got married and I had stepchildren and then got pregnant right away and had two kids right away. And then my son was kind of the caboose of the family. But I said, I said to them, the first three years was just kind of a blur. Like when I look back on it, I think, you know, I was a warrior, back then, you know, I mean, I, when I look at the pace and the schedule, I look back on it and I think, how did I do it? But you know what we do? And, um, and, you know, maybe some encouragement is that, you know, I, I felt like for all of my kids that at five years old was kind of like a magic time where they just become a little bit more self-sufficient and a little more able to entertain themselves. And then they're because they become these great conversationalists where you're like, wow, I not only love you because you're my kid, but you're interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not there yet. Not quite there yet, but no, but actually now it's, I find the stage, the three, after they turn two and a half, I really, really started to like it. Before that, I was having such a rough time. It just was like just trying to manage their basic needs. Now it's nice. There's an interaction. It's cute. They're, you, they have their own interests. They're different people. So it's really, really nice to see them grow. But uh, but yeah, no, I can imagine with you with five, I, six, I can't like that. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the good news is you make it through and, 
you know, when I talk to my kids, like, I think, um, I think that I said to, I said to my daughter, who's 25 now, I said, you know, um, sometimes when you were a little kid, I was scared shitless. Like, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know there wasn't really a handbook for doing it. And I, I can remember just being so scared at times. And she's like, really? I never knew that. I just felt like you were the best mom in the world. And I always felt so confident and I always felt like you loved me. And some of the times where I felt were the scariest were the best times of their lives. Like we had one time we went on a road trip in our car the air conditioning went out in our car and we were kind of halfway between, you know, a leaving home and our destination. So we just had to keep going and it was a hundred degrees and I was scared. My kids were going to get heat exhaustion. So I stopped at a gas station and I bought squirt guns and a big container of ice. And so I was squirting them with squirt guns in the car while I was driving. And then I was putting, you know, giving them ice cubes and they were rubbing ice cubes all over and when I asked them, we've been on amazing vacations. And when I asked them what their favorite vacation was, they were like, that time you were squirting us with squirt guns in the car. And I was just trying to keep them alive. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that it must have been so much fun for them. They're like, my mother is actually giving me a squirt gun and we're having like this water fight <laughs> in the car. That must be, that has been so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the windows down and we had music blaring and we were singing at the top of our lungs. I mean, I think that it like you you become this mother bear where you're in protect mode and your kids just trust you. They're they're like, okay, my mom's gonna take care of me. <laughs> yes, I know. You know, that's the time where you, you feel like the kids are so vulnerable. They're always like, mommy, it's so cute. It's such a it makes you feel whole whole. I don't know. For me, I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. One thing that I really admire about you, and I remember feeling this way um, when we first met over Zoom, and I mean, you're in Egypt and you know I'm in Colorado, so it's remarkable that we could connect yeah. like that. But um, is the fact that you, you know, have these adorable twins, but you also are carving out space for yourself. Like our discussion was a lot around, you know, who are you and what are your goals and your vision? And then not only are you doing that, but you're helping other people through this podcast. And so um, I, I just think that you probably don't even know how many lives you touch with your podcast and how many women are just encouraged that someone's willing to just share the real stuff. Yeah, well, I hope I hope I have a positive impact. For me, the whole thing had a positive impact on me because I think that was when that first year when I realized I had major depression. And that's when I realized I had to kind of have my own identity and have to take and I had to really take care of myself because I knew I could see that I could be a really bad parent if I didn't take care of myself. You see what I mean? Like I feel like the self-care is really important as mothers because if you don't satisfy your own basic like desire, like need to be happy and to be self-fulfilled, there's no way you can, you can be a good parent because then you're going to be kind of, there's going to be a resentment. Um, 
there'll be, you'll be unhappy. If you're unhappy, how can you make other people around you unhappy? So that's the one thing. I mean, there's always that thing that people always say you happiness, happiness starts from within. And I used to always think before I had kids that kids would fill that void because I always had a bit of an underlying depression and always, I always felt like something was missing. So I always thought that the kids would fill that void. But when I didn't have that, then I realized that, okay, I have to do something for myself. And that's when I realized that that was the most important thing that I had to do so that I can love those kids the way that they should be loved. And then I can care for them the way they should be cared for. And that's so that was a so big journey for me. That's so beautiful. And, um, and I think sometimes people think the self-care piece is selfish, like, you know, oh, I do everything for my kids, but you just really nailed it when you said that if you're not caring for yourself, you don't have the, you know, the well of strength to be there for other people. And, um, and I think also, um, you know, there are moms who have that resentment and the kids feel it, even if they don't say it. So finding a way to work through that and, um, and, you know, really carve out that space for yourself. I think that's just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, um, so tell me about some of the guests that you've had on your podcast. Um, I've had some really, well, my husband co-hosts with me sometimes, not all the time. And he's an interesting guest because the honesty comes out when we're on the podcast because so he feels, he doesn't feel very, he doesn't feel the need to sugarcoat it because he knows I'm not going to kick his ass on, on air. So he says things much more openly. He's been a fun guest. Um, There's also been, I have this, this one woman who actually has this uh, fullfeedings.com where she helps people get their kids to sleep through the, through the night, starting from the age of like four weeks, I think, or six weeks. She's brilliant because she, every other word was fuck. And so that was, I felt like, so I had so much fun with her. She was so honest and so brutal. So I loved that. Um, All of my guests had so many, there was one guest that I had was a friend of mine and I was actually, we were, she was, we had the podcast in person. So she was the first person that I had it with in person. And so we were able to have a glass of wine together. So that was fun. Uh, but no, all of them were like very interesting and very open. And it was great to hear other people's stories and people be honest. I feel like also podcasts because it's one-on-one people don't feel that pressure of having other people listening to it. So it's, they're much more honest and much more open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where do you see yourself heading, you know, with the podcast, do you see it growing? Um, you know, what's yeah, your I vision think, for it I for the future? I, the first season was just a lot of me, like kind of dabbling in it and trying to figure out what works for me and how guests respond to it. This is my first time doing something like this, so I, but I really, really love it. For season two, I'm launching season two next month on September 8th. Um, and that I've decided to have my husband as co-host one every four episodes. So we've decided to bring in, you know, other couples to talk about, you know, what they're like our challenges and relationships and marriages and, you know, just have like general discussion. And also I kind of wanted to talk about more interesting topics, like, like kind of breaking the barriers and talking about what people don't necessarily like to talk about. So I have one guest for my next season. Uh, she's a sex therapist. So we talk about how to rekindle, 
you know, how sex becomes boring after marriage and, you know, the usual things. And, um, no, and I, and I have, I want so many more, you know, guests on, and I'm really excited about continuing on this journey because I really, really enjoy it. Just every single, every single interview, I think kind of surprises me in some way that I don't expect it. So I'm always like, oh, wow, that's great. Or like I had guests will be like, oh, thank God. I'm not the only person who feels that way. And I don't feel alone. So I just want to, you know, just continue that journey and make it more interesting um, and really learn from the whole process and have other people, you know, you know, kind of feel, feel a sense of like community more, like not that they're so alone, not every, every, we're all in this together the whole marriage, relationships, kids, working, we all have, you know, moments of doubt, moments of insecurity. And when you hear, because when you look at everybody on Instagram and all these, everybody looks like they're having just the best time and doing it so well. And so when you have other people that are honest about it, then you realize that everybody else is struggling. At some point in time, we all struggle. So it's great to just, you know, be honest about it and share those stories with other people. One thing that really struck me when we first met is how, you know, you're in Egypt, but how really, truly just global the issues of parenting are, you know, they're not, you know, there, there might be slight differences in different cultures, but, you know, every, you know, concern or fear or thought that you expressed, I think that I thought, yeah, you know, I I've been there and I've thought the same way. So I think, I think it's important for people to realize that there are those universal things that we all share. And so I I feel like in a way your mission is so inspiring because, you know, it's like not just moms in Egypt or not just moms in the U.S. It's, you know, motherhood everywhere and not just motherhood, like life for women, really. So, um, So tell us again how people can find you. Okay, so my podcast is what, every other Wednesday, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Mommy's Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google, um, Deezer, Spotify. All I mean, you can find it also on my website, mommyshappyhour.com. I also have two Instagram accounts. I have mommies.happyhour, and that's the one that's dedicated to the podcast. And I have my own personal one, which is Hiba Shambo. Um, so yeah, you can connect with me on all of those. You can definitely, uh, contact me. You'll find all the information on my website and yeah, that's it. So we've talked about a lot, <laughs> I mean, a lot here. So yeah. what is the one or two things that you would love for our listeners to take home with today? Well, it's kind of what you said in a way that Basically, before I started the podcast, I also didn't realize that all these struggles are universal. I think every mother and every woman goes through different stages. We go through different stages in our lives. And it's important to feel to not feel like we're alone and that we have other women that feel the same way. And that doesn't mean you're a failure. doesn't mean you're, you're not a good person. just means that these are just normal emotions that we keep on, that we experience throughout our lives. Mm, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. And I want to thank everyone, all of our listeners, and you can find the more episodes of my podcast at sherrykhoff.com. And I want to wish everyone a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. Take care and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Sherry. 
Thank you.